0: Good morning, class. Hi, I'm uh, Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. In fact, we've saved you a seat right up here in the front of the class so we can see you real close, make sure that you're getting it. So get prepared, get you a Bible, something to take notes on, come into the class and join us. Faith School is the place where our faith is fed, our spirit grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. This is how God has called us and instructed us to live, to receive, to overcome, to please Him. Very important. So um, let's pray, let's release our faith uh, for utterance and for ears to hear that we'll get exactly what we should get uh, today and this week in faith school classes. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be in your word, to be taught by your spirit, and to grow in this marvelous thing called faith that you have created the worlds by and that you have called us to live by. We ask for exactly what we need for now, that we might grow up in you fully. And we purpose to be not forgetful hearers, hearers only, but doers of it in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, get your textbook. You know what that is. That's the Bible. And uh, turn to Genesis, the 15th chapter, please. Genesis chapter 15, verse 5. And uh, we see in this passage, Abraham, who's called a father of faith, responding to God telling him, that his seed is going to be, his offspring is going to be like the stars in the sky. This was something that Abraham couldn't have uh, reasoned as true. And we'll see his response is faith and a great example for us. Genesis fifteen five says God brought him forth abroad and he said, look now, toward heaven, and tell the stars, if you be able to number them. And he said, so shall your seed be. So if you know the story of Abraham and Sarah, in the earlier days, when I say days, decades of their life, they were unable to conceive and have a child. And um, so God's telling him. Not only are you going to have a child, you're going to have so many children and their children's going to have so many children that they're going to be as numerous as the stars. Well, what do you do with that revelation, with that information? Uh, You'll see in verse 6, it says, and he believed in the Lord and he counted it, God counted it to him For righteousness. Something you'll see, we'll keep coming back to this in faith school as the days go by. Faith and believing is a choice. It's a choice. And you'll see when God revealed to Abraham, he said, look up in the night sky. Can you count all of these stars? Then he tells him something. You're going to have This many offspring. So the juncture that Abraham is at right now is, does he believe this or does he not? (laughs) Is this illogical, unreasonable, impossible, or does he trust the one who told him this? Does he believe? Notice that it said, he believed in the Lord. Do you see that phrase? And he believed in the Lord. Now, this is it's a significant phrase. Uh, Hebrews eleven six 6 tells us that he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So there's two different things that you're believing about God. You're believing that he is, that he exists. And if he is God, then of course he has the knowledge. He has the ability. But you must believe something else. And this is where believing in him comes in. Yes, you believe he exists. Yes, you believe he's all-knowing and all-powerful. But you must believe in his character, in his goodness in his love for you, in his willingness to use his knowledge and his power for you, for your benefit. And the scripture says faith works by love. So it's not just believing that God exists when you say, I believe in God. Well, James says that the devils believe in God and they tremble, but it doesn't benefit them. Believing in the Lord is more than believing in his existence. And so when when Abraham looked up in the night sky and he is considering what God just told him, how many stars are there? Of course, this is before the days of telescopes and satellites and all these things. And even then, he knew he could not count these. Now, we understand it's billions upon billions of stars, and that's just what we can see. So what do you do with that information? You're going to have billions upon billions of offspring, and at, pre- at the present, you don't have one. <laughs> and it looks like you're getting too old to have one, and Sarah couldn't conceive as a young woman. What What does he have to do here? He simply has to make a choice. He has to choose whether he believes this or not. And what does he base his his choice on? Based on what he believes about the one who's telling him. Based on what he believes about the character and faithfulness that it's impossible for God to lie. And if God said it, he's able to do it. And if he said he would do it, he will do it. He won't fail you. He won't let you down. So just in a moment, Abraham decides, yes, it's true. I believe it. I believe it. And, and it pleased God so much that it was counted to Abraham for righteousness. He counted him righteous. Of course, this was back... You know, before the law, this is back before the coming of Jesus. Faith allowed him to be counted righteous in the eyes of God. It is uh, such an important thing to understand that faith is a choice. Believing is a choice. Um, You'll hear people use this phrase oftentimes. People will say, "I, I, I can't believe that. I'm sorry, I just can't believe that that is an untrue statement no matter who said it no matter what circumstances they're talking about by by reason of the nature of faith what what faith is there's no such thing as a person who can't believe there, what they should have said is I, I choose not to believe it I choose not to Because if they would choose to, they could. Uh, Billions of people on this planet right now believe all manner of things that are completely untrue. They have chosen to believe it. And after you choose to believe something that's untrue long enough, you become deceived. You think it is true. It was a choice. Every day, people hear things and they make a choice. Either believe it or they don't. Now, when it comes to other people, you don't want to be overly quick to believe. You don't want to be overly quick to trust people. This is something that uh, uh, Christians have misunderstood. A lot of believers think if you love people, it means you blindly trust them. And This is not true. You can love somebody and not trust them at all. <laughs> You know, if they're lying to you on a regular basis, and you trust them when you know their word's not good, you're just being foolish and easily misled, easily deceived. No, it's only God that when we hear what He says, we don't hesitate. We decide immediately, I believe it. If God said it, now if Joe said it, well, that's another thing. (laughs) If Betty said it, well, we may have to double check that. Right? <laughs> you don't just instantly believe everything that any person tells you, but if the Lord said it in His Word, in the written Word of God, if the Lord says it to you by His Spirit, if the Lord says it, we should make a decision immediately before, you know, before we understand it, before we can wrap our mind around it, just by right of who He is and what he is, and his faithfulness to us. When has he ever lied to us? When has he ever told us something that was wrong? Never. It's impossible for him to lie. So with that kind of track record, and that kind of character, and that kind of ability, we should be just like, just like Abraham. When the Lord tells you something, no matter how far-fetched it may seem, no matter how impossible it may seem, your seed's going to be, you're going to have billions upon billions of offspring. It didn't take Abraham long at all. He heard those words and he said, I believe it. Yes, sir. I believe, I, I accept that. I believe it. Thank you. And it pleased God. Faith pleases God. When you just trust him based on his character, based on him never lying to you, based on his goodness and his faithfulness. Somebody say, I trust God. God. Hallelujah. Believing is a choice. Uh, Go with me if you would. Genesis 45 is the story of um, Jacob. And how that, um, you know, Joseph had been sold by his brothers and uh, his father was sure that he had been killed. And so for years and years he had mourned his sons, be, he, he assumed he was killed by a wild animal. And in Genesis 45, 26, um, his brothers, you know, had gone up to Egypt because there was famine in the land. And they had discovered that Joseph was not only alive, but he is uh, second in command <laughs> over the whole nation of Egypt. And of course, they were shocked, but they, uh, when they returned from Egypt, verse 26, they told him saying, Joseph is yet alive and he's governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted for what? He believed them not. Can you see this? They saw him and uh, talked with him and they come home and they say, Daddy, Joseph is not dead. He's alive. We just saw him. And Jacob hears this and all of them are saying the same thing and they tell their experience with him and then what does Jacob do? He He decides, can you see faith believing as a choice? He decides and says, his heart fainted for he believed them not. Now, perhaps we'll see this a little bit later on, but you see the evidence of a choice to believe versus a choice not to believe. A choice to believe will result in peace and joy a choice not to believe what happened to him. His heart fainted. Can you see this? His, uh, his spirit is faint. He's, and this leads to despondency, to despair. And uh, th- this is such a good lesson because this man has endured torment and grief for years in that his son had been killed out in the wild by an animal, and it was not true. Then he hears the good news that his son is alive and well and a ruler in Egypt, and he's still not free from his heaviness and mourning and depression at this moment because he won't believe it. He chose not to believe it. Said out loud, Believing is a, is a choice. Believing is a choice. Faith is a choice. It's a choice to believe. It's a choice not to believe. And so when you hear the phrase, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that, you know that's not right. You know that's not true. That's not accurate. This person, whoever said it, just made a choice not to believe it. They could have made a choice to believe it. And there are a bunch of things that we shouldn't believe. Don't believe everything you hear, right? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff you'll hear in the world and people around you, and even well meaning people. They'll pick up something and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. And just because a bunch of people have decided to believe it doesn't make it true. We should always be checking in the Word. Is it, is it in line with the Word? We should always be checking in our heart that we have a witness that it's true. And there's been numerous times, and, and I know Christians, if you've walked with the Lord very long, you've seen this too. There's been numerous times that it seemed like there was evidence for it. Other people said they, they were sure of it and they believed it. But in my heart, something just didn't sit right with me. It just I thought, hmm, I don't have a witness that that is true. So uh, it wasn't God telling me, it was people telling me. And so when you don't have a witness that it is true, don't choose to believe. This man, you see Jacob, he experienced torment and vexation for years because he walked by sight and decided what he, you know, those bloody clothes and those things that, that his sons told him. Which were not true. Now, when he hears the truth, <laughs> he still won't believe it. It's a choice. Finally, they did convince him. They brought all these uh, wagons. Verse twenty-seven. They told him all the words Joseph had said, and uh, when he and he, he sent a bunch of wagons full of goods and stuff from Egypt back to his dad, and when he saw the wagons. <laughs> that Joseph had sent, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. And he said, it's enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I'll go and see him before I die. So he's walking by sight. Can you see that? Completely by sight. He decided his boy is dead because of the bloody clothes that he saw. Then he wouldn't believe he's alive until he saw all the wagons (laughs) and all the stuff. So he, he's not walking by faith. He's walking by sight. But can you see what walking by sight will do to you? It will make you spiritually and emotionally and mentally unstable. And it will make you subject and susceptible to pain, to torment, to vexation that you should have never gone through. All those years of crying that you can't cry anymore, all those years of hurting, of grief, was for nothing. Nothing. It certainly affects your life, big time, what you decide to believe and what you choose not to believe. And uh, thank God it's our choice. Nobody can force us to believe something we don't want to believe. And we have the Holy Word of God to check everything by. And we got the author of the book living on the inside of us that helps us, cause us to know. The Bible said the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. Chi- every child of God has the Holy Spirit in, in them as their personal teacher. And when you hear truth, if you'll be open and honest and sincere, when you hear truth, the Spirit of God will bear witness with that truth. And in your heart, you'll think, well, that sounds right to me, but then someone else inside of you will add their witness to it. It's a confirmation, it's something stronger than your own um, perception. And so you. You don't have to just guess. You don't have to flip a coin. You don't have to try to build a consensus and see how many people think it or agree about it. Thank God, that's what First John is talking about. You have an, an unction of the Holy One. You know all things. You have an anointing that teaches you and you're not dependent on any other man. Uh, I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit here to tell you what's true and what's not true. You're not reliant on somebody else, thank God, in a world full of confusion and deception and misinformation and ignorance and all this. We've got the author of truth living inside of us. And and he's not in confusion. When He tells you something and He confirms it to you and He shows it in the Word, it's time to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and not lean to your own understanding. You use your head, but when your heart bears witness this is true, then like Abraham, he couldn't fathom how that could all come to pass. Billions of offspring, he just decided Based on who said it. <laughs> Can you see this? Based on who said it. Who he is. His character. His performance with me in the past. He's never lied to me. Never failed to me. Never, never failed me. So all I have to know is he told me. He did. So my faith is in him. Can you see that? Faith in the Lord. In his character in his goodness, his faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Said out loud. I have faith, I have faith in, the in the Lord. Hallelujah. I trust him. We trust him. Thanks be to God. Uh, go with me to 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, and notice this. I think this is uh, uh, some humorous in some ways. But there's a lot of revelation here too. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse uh, 18. 1 Corinthians eleven, eighteen. 18. Uh, Paul said the Spirit of God through him, uh, writing to the church at Corinth, he said, first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you and I partly believe it. <laughs> Do you see that phrase? Yeah. I partly <laughs> believe it. What, what does that mean, I partly believe it? <laughs> well, <laughs> they're telling him, somebody's telling him that there are divisions. Uh, um, people have uh, separated themselves into groups and clicks in the church, and I don't know what reports he heard, but he said, I partly believe it. That means parts of it he believed, and parts of it he didn't accept. (laughs) This is important to know, isn't it? Even if you're uh, hearing some things, so we already referred to that earlier, we trust God completely, immediately without reservation, without analysis. We don't trust other people that way. Even people we love, even people we respect. Are y'all with me, class? We don't just blindly, immediately, unquestionably believe everything people tell us no matter how much we love them or how much they love us, why? Because they're human. They can be wrong, and they can be sincerely wrong. They can, they can believe it, but be deceived. They can they're not not that they're trying to do something malicious or trying to hurt you or deceive you. They just chose to believe bad information, <laughs> and then they're trying to pass it on to you. So, this is uh, how many believe Paul. Uh, was a spiritual man, is a spiritual man. And so this is how spiritual people function and operate. He's hearing them and he he loves them and cares about them and he, he perceives that part of what they're telling him is accurate. But he's checking his heart. He's not just hearing them. He's hearing what the Lord's saying to him about what they're telling him. And in that process, he concludes part of that, he doesn't believe. Part of that, he doesn't believe. So thank God for the Holy Spirit who can enlighten us, who can help us and show us the parts to believe and the parts not to believe. Praise God. Well, you know, our class is already winding up again. (laughs) Seems to go by pretty quickly, doesn't it? Uh, But how many believe the Spirit of God is helping us out, is is teaching us? You know, so many people, uh, if they had just paid attention to the Holy Spirit, they wouldn't have followed bad advice. They wouldn't have followed wrong uh, leadership or wrong this or that and messed up their life. No, we are not dependent on other people. We have the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Pray this prayer out loud. Father God. Thank you, for the Holy spirit. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Teach me how, Teach me how to, follow him to follow him better. To yield to you. To yield to, to, yield your, yield to your spirit. To yield to your spirit. In, the big In the big things and the small things, the small things of, life. of life. I trust you, I trust you. completely. completely. Without, reservation. Without reservation. Thank you for showing me. What to believe, what not to believe, what to trust, what not to trust, what is you, what is not you, and I will follow you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, until next time, we are faith students of a faith God. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We overcome this world by faith. We're strong in faith, giving glory to God.